More resources available online at jennifer-jackson.org. This is Simply for Women. Well, today I have a special guest for you. Her name is Mary Gant. This testimony is going to knock your socks off. I hope you'll enjoy it. Listen in. And don't, don't fix it right now. Just don't listen. fix it. Listen. <laughs> let me. That's what talk I tell my husband. Yeah. Why are you fixing? I just, I just, just want to vent. To listen. I just want to vent. <laughs> and a lot of couples today they don't understand that. And I think if they did, and we, they would get back to where they were when they first met. And we encourage them, go back and remember when you first met, when you first dated. You know, maybe he's not opening the car door for you right now, but maybe he needs a little encouragement. Maybe you're not doing things that you should be doing, mm-hmm. like thanking him for doing things. Yeah, give us some of these. What do you What do you tell these young couples when you meet with them? What are some of the, the most important things they could do to keep their marriage fresh? I think they need to date. I need without the children around. And, and you had a lot of children and, we, and foster children. We're going to get to that. We yeah. 27 foster children. Yeah. Have they, that weren't all, they were not all foster. There were churches that found out about mm. us taking the children in. Unbelievable. Okay, so we're going to get, we have so much to get to, Mary. Okay. So we want to get to the children, but we're talking about the marriage thing. So you, you're saying find a date, even if you have children, and find this date alone. Yep. How did you, how did you guys make that happen? Did you pull that off? Yeah, we did. We would take a blank. And we would go someplace nice and just sit down and talk. We'd go for a walk. We'd walk. We lived in Hawaii. We'd walk on the beach. Oh, well, there you go. Waikiki Beach or somewhere, you know. But we were, we did find that thing and we swapped. We didn't pay babysitters. We swapped babysitting. Mm-hmm. In other I was words, part of a babysitting swap. I love that. Yeah. yeah, it's great. Mm-hmm. And being together and having a date is not spending $50. Or a hundred dollars. It's going out together, holding hands, and talking about things that are happening. That's important. It's That's really very important. important. And you said thanking him. How well, how important is it to thank our spouses? I think it's very important because they begin to feel like we're just using them. Everything's about us, and it's not. Mm-hmm. And that could work from either side. You know, Paul thanks me for cooking him dinners, and it's a joke in our house that. I can cook it today for you, and you can love it, but that does not guarantee you're going to get the same thing again because I add other stuff. <laughs> when you're a cook, you just I, I add I just all kinds add. of stuff to it. Like, are you always changing the recipe? Yeah, that's what no, he I'm said. cooking. I'm cooking. <laughs> but he is. He's always introduced me, Jennifer, as his beautiful young mm. bride. It's good. And he talks about that. And it was funny. All I could do was a lady walked up to us at a Christmas party in Nebraska before we left. And I'm standing there right next to him. And she says, well, I want to meet this beautiful young bride of yours. And that was the first time I heard Paul talking about me like that. Mm. And Paul introduced me. She said, well, she's not young. I'm not going to say anything about beautiful. And walked off. (laughs) And I was just dying laughing. I thought it was hilarious. Where if that would have happened to me years before, Jennifer, I would have broke down and cried. Mm-hmm. I'd have been, been devastated. So, I would have been devastated. And no matter what I've looked like, he has been right there for me. He must have really instilled in you that he loved you because he had to rebuild that from he ground up. Can you think of some ways that he did do that? He did it by always telling me and by walking with me and holding me and always wanting to be with me. Mm-hmm. And it, it's, 
it's just it's blessed me, Jennifer, because it was hard at that time to go back home because I never felt loved at home. And when you grow up not feeling love and then you have a marriage like I did the first time, it's hard. It is very hard. And it, we, but even this marriage, it wasn't perfect. Oh, how absolutely many, How many not. states have you lived in, and how did you navigate those difficulties? We moved quite a few times. Nebraska, <laughs> Mississippi. Uh, we lived, I mean, we're we lived in Mississippi when we got married. We moved to South Carolina, to uh, Vallejo, California, to Hawaii, oh, to yeah. Connecticut. I'm not, I'm not getting my violin out about yeah. that Hawaii <laughs> thing. <laughs> a lot of different states, That's you know, and most of the time he would take me and drop me off with and the kids. And then get on a ship. He would get on a sub and not be back for six months. And like I said, there's no phone calls. There's times where everybody got a... This was before a, FaceTime, right? No FaceTime, no emails, no mm. text. Oh, you sent a message through the military, and they would clip it. You wouldn't get the whole message. Mm. So you'd get bits and pieces of it. And then he was with one sub that the wives would be called down to squadron. Your husband says he loves you and everything's fine. That was the extent of it for six months. Did you try to write letters or you couldn't mm-hmm. do letters? You could write letters. Okay. And the ladies would, all the wives would call when they got something. So you knew something was coming. Somebody had a letter. And they were in Japan, I believe it was. And the guys sent roses. Mm. And I was so upset, Jennifer. I did not get roses. Well, they didn't tell me that the roses came. They didn't order it the right way, so it literally came from Japan. <laughs> and when they got them, they were dead. All the roses were Oh, dead. how disappointing. I did not get roses. I got a 12-play setting of China. Well, that was even better. Much, much better. So that's what Paul picked for you. Yeah. Oh, yeah. do you still have it? I still do. Oh, I, I still that. do. It's in that's my an heirloom. Yes, mm-hmm. it is. Yes, it is. And I love it. And it's things, it's the little things like that. For our 25th wedding anniversary, he planned our getaway to um, Orange. It was a bed and breakfast on the Orange in North Carolina. That sounds good. It was very nice. But he described the place. He said, how much can I spend? And I told him. And he said, well, we're only getting it for one night because that's all we can afford. And I said, okay. And we get there, and he pulls up, Jennifer. It was so ugly mm-hmm. on the outside. And he just smiled and said, wait till you see the inside. Don't say anything. We got inside, and it was the most romantic, most beautiful place I have ever seen in my life. Mm-hmm. It had the real huge doors with the windows at the top, had a bear claw bathtub in the bedroom with a fireplace. All right, remember, we're on live. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's we went great. to, they had a horse and buggy pick us up and take us downtown um, to for dinner on nice. the waterfront. And when we got back, she had candles lit everywhere she had cognac mm. and chocolates on that's the bed great. i mean it was just it was beautiful but it's doing the little things but he didn't plan everything but when we went to breakfast one of the mornings he said you know those guys over there and i said no it was guys we ran around with when we first met that's so fun. they had gone through our engagement with us our so making a memory making, making memories. memories i mean Make what a beautiful memories. memory make memories i delivered a, he had been the boat had been gone for several months and i had a la- 
lady dressed up like a bumblebee running up and down the pier <laughs> with a message for senior C. Gant. He was dying. The CO was dying. And he said, the CO comes over and says, it is going to be decent, isn't it? And I said, absolutely. Oh, that's And it great. gave him a great big cookie and, and things. But it's the little things doing surprise getaways. It's not just him that can plan them. You can plan them. Well, I think if, if you and Paul, your personalities are so opposite. He's quiet and reserved and very, you know, and, and you're as social as they come. How did you reconcile? Does he have to be quiet to recharge? And you want to be with people. I know how this, how did you do, how do you reconcile in a marriage when you're so different? I just tell him, this is what we're doing. Well, there you go. It's <laughs> <laughs> very obedient. Hey, 49 years, I guess it's working. But so he, he likes the social. He just has to come along. so many wonderful people, yeah. Jennifer. And like I said, I mean, we didn't have money when we first got married. Mm-hmm. And we saved pennies to buy Thanksgiving sure. dinner and stuff. And we, the wives would get together. And I encourage the couples to do this. Get together with some of your friends and decide what kind of a dinner you want. If it's French, do a French dinner for all of you and everybody dress appropriately. How fun. Do a Mexican, anything like that. You can have fun with it without spending a lot of money. If you're preparing one dish and they're preparing some, Mm -hmm. you've got a full dinner. Well, I think one of your secrets is you love people, Mary. I love people. And you love seeing God move in their life. And so tell us about prayer, prayer in your life and how you love to pray for people and how that, (sighs) what are you seeing God do? What have I seen God do? Well, I can tell you, be careful what you pray for. I prayed one time for God to shut my mouth that nothing would come out of it that was ungodly. And I yawned. And my jaw dropped out of socket. Mm. And Paul took me to the hospital, and I'm carrying it. And the doctor... It's a deliverance, wasn't it? Yes, it was. The ER doctor said, what did you do? You dropped your jaw. And I truly did. Mm. And I've, I've seen God work in our lives. I've seen him. I'm very careful, Jennifer. I want God to open that door we're supposed to go through or slam it shut. That's great. I don't want to go through a door that God does not want us there together. That's important to me or for my children. What a great prayer. Sometimes I pray, God, if it's your will, push it. And if it's not your will, stop it. And I think that's a great principle of life and prayer. I think so, Jennifer. I mean, it's it's helped Paul and I. We prayed about things and wanted to do things, and then both of us after prayer said, no, we should not be doing that. And we can never, hindsight is so wonderful. We may not see it right then, but we can see later mm-hmm. what God did. And sometimes I've heard you pray, God, show me someone to love on today. Absolutely, because you don't know, and that's how I meet people. I have literally met people in Joanne Fabrics in stores and invited them home to my home to stay the night when they're traveling. I believe that. And we've had so many wonderful people. We hope that today's show has been a blessing to you as you seek to simply live out your faith. To hear today's show again or to share it with a friend, search Simply for Women wherever you get your podcasts. Or visit Jennifer's website at jennifer-jackson.org. That's jennifer-jackson.org. Thanks for joining us on Simply for Women. Take time today to simply be. Simply be with God.